0: Everybody, fellow beer drinkers, uh, welcome to Cheers to Beers, the podcast that lasts as long as the pint. I'm your host, Jess, and here we are again doing a non-traditional episode of Cheers to Beers, but this one's really fun, you guys. This episode, I am joined by Jake Lustig Yeager, uh, a former guest from previous episodes, episode three and episode four. Uh, He is a longtime friend of mine. And we're also joined by his science partner in crime, Dave Fleming. Uh, Both these dudes are uh, astronomy PhD students at the University of Washington. So, super smart dudes, funny dudes. um, And we decided to do something a little different. We are doing the Light Beer Challenge. Yeah, you heard that right. We're doing light beer today, you guys. Um, so how this all kind of came together is that Jake and I are uh, fellow craft beer lovers. Boys, um, just be, you know, growing up around Lagunitas uh, and now in Seattle, we just have great access to good beer. So we've always been that type of beer drinker, um, whereas Dave, on the other hand, is from the Midwest and is a light beer, true and true. Uh, so we kind of have these different cultures and, uh, Dave is taking us on a little adventure through trying some light beers. So here's the rundown of this episode. We, uh, we, as in Jake and Dave chose five light beers. Um, we we drink them. We kind of try to dissect them the way that I normally would on a normal episode of cheers to beers. Um, and then we kind of rate them as we go through. Uh, like I said, Dave kind of guides us as he is a Bud Light man. And then, uh, following that we do uh, a blind taste challenge where we try all the beers blindly after, you know, drinking them and trying to understand them a little bit. Uh, and, then we do the blind taste test, um, to see who can really know their light beer the best. So the five beers that we are drinking are Rainier, uh, Bud Light, Coors Light, Rolling Rock and Foster's coming in for the wild card. And, uh, you might be thinking, wait, only two of those are actually light beers and listener, you are correct. Um, we just, we never drink this type of beer. So in our minds, something that is kind of on the lower scale of how an intense a beer can be, all these just seem like light beers to us. So you know what? Even though it's not official, there's still beers that me and Jake normally don't drink. Um, the the blind tasting does not quite come out as planned. Um, and we really just, uh, you know, it's an eye-opening experience. Because like, I, of course, I drink light beer. You know, I drink Rainier when I'm out and stuff, but it was a lot more fun to really get into, you know, what it is about these beers, uh, that people like and why I dislike most of them. But if you're out here thinking that beer culture is, you know, all about people who are snobs and think they know so much, um, this is the episode for the people. <laughs> This is the episode where we, you know, we're not above light beer, guys. So we're still going to drink it and we're still going to talk about it. So um, I I always encourage listeners to drink along with. Sometimes that can be hard because sometimes we're doing some obscure or uh, region-based beers. But this, everyone should have access to these guys. So I highly encourage you, go get Rainier, a can of Coors, Bud Light, Rolling Rock and Fosters, if you can, <laughs> um, get five of those and drink along with us, you know, see if we're getting these taste, these tasting notes, correct. And, uh, maybe if you have someone around, try to do the, uh, blind test as well. So even though today we are just talking about light beer, um, If you are a fan of beer, please go to the blog, cheers2beersnw.com. There, I do not blog about light beer. I will blog about lighter styles. I will talk about lagers and pilsners. Um, But it is more focused on craft beer, specifically from the Pacific Northwest. And uh, if you like this podcast, um, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, it's annoying to pitch this stuff, but it does help out visibility. Also just tell a friend, drink beer with a friend while listening to this. You know, all this is supposed to be is having a conversation with friends over a beer. So please do so. We're doing an accessible episode. That's what we're gonna do. All right. We, uh, we talk a little about a little bit about baseball. We talk about consistency with light beers Um. We try to apply the scientific method. It's a great episode. So go get some light beer. Maybe you already have some in your fridge. And drink along with us. Let's talk about beer. Cheers.
1: Does it like show the sound levels to see if we're loud enough?
0: Ooh. Yes. Yeah, so the, the science. Up- um, okay. I like
2: the chair of the committee for
1: inviting me to give this <laughs> science talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to the mountains for continuing to be blue. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, um, so how do we want to pregame this? Literally? Or I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think the light beers themselves are, are like it a pregame. They kind
0: of are. It's kind yeah. of, I feel like, what I use them for. Light beer, in my opinion, it it has a specific purpose because I don't <laughs> truly enjoy the taste, but it is the drink I get when it's getting towards the end of the night, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I like need to stop drinking 7% IPAs. But like, want to keep drinking? <laughs> yep. It's exactly. either that or like a pregame <laughs> situation for me, for sure. Yeah,
1: definitely, <laughs> for me, it's the uh, whole night situation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, ch- I don't know. Let's just crack open the Rainier first, right? Okay, we'll right? start with Rainier. We're startin- so I guess I should probably say what we're doing. Um, <laughs> we've got five light beers in front of us. This is going to be the Know Your Light Beer Colon Light Beer Challenge. But not really a challenge; just more of tasting and talking about it. That's <laughs> going to be the full name of this segment. <laughs> um, so, the the contenders, as chosen by Jake and Dave. Jake, do you want to say your name in a sentence so the listeners know your voice?
2: Sure. Uh, my name is Jake. <laughs> and I guess uh, that is the sentence. <laughs> yeah, it was a short sentence, but <laughs> period.
0: Okay, Dave, say your name. Um, but say your name in an additional sentence as well. <laughs> uh,
1: for the record, or let the record show that I am David. That is all.
0: Okay, nice, nice, those two sentences. Um, and so the light beers as chosen by these two um, and the contenders are um, we got Rainier, the classic uh, light beer of Pacific Northwest. Then we have got the Coors light. A Rolling Rock, Bud Light, and the Wild Card Foster's. So those are the contenders today, and we're gonna see if we can really delve into the flavor profiles of each of these, and uh, really uh, dissect them. We're gonna we're gonna really analyze them and possibly determine the best out of all of them. Possibly fo- oh the and the blind challenge and a blind challenge will be happening as well. Uh, let's do it. All right.
2: going to crack this Rainier.
1: Looks as if we're actually oh, nice. moving across the country, going from the west to the east, and then to the far, far, far east. Ooh.
2: <laughs> Astute noting.
1: It's a so I think head the on first thing
2: to notice is really just how light these
0: beers are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it truly is yellow.
1: Very clear and healthy complexion, this Rainier.
0: <laughs> uh, it's quite transparent. Uh, yeah, let's give it a whiff. And I want to, I want to see what you guys think.
2: Mm, Smells more like memories of college Um, than it does. Like like literally that's what I was going to (laughs)
0: say.
1: smells like
2: a sticky floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Like I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, trying to find actual words to describe what this beer smells like. Yeasty. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good point man i don't like i think it, jake you said it right it's just the smell is so strongly tied to memories that it's like hard for me to objectively like get at what's going on and here
2: none of those memories are like be <laughs> like like beer flavor <laughs> memories they're not <laughs> oh, no <laughs> they're no they're like pounding back light beers yeah and and yeah
0: <laughs> well um i think we should we should give a cheers to the rainier
1: interesting that you say these are tied to memories because usually with light beers uh those sort of events are associated with lack of memories
0: with light beer though like i can't imagine getting wasted off
1: of light beer Uh, i (laughs) (laughs) can't
0: i just feel like it takes so many for me to feel anything that and then you just get like bloated i don't know uh, what's your (laughs) experience that is true (laughs) yeah
1: oh yeah absolutely uh absolutely it usually takes a large number and from experience, that does seem to hold true. Uh, the bloating, yeah, that's a thing. But you, you just kind of don't notice after a while, <laughs> probably because of the light beer coursing through your veins at that point.
2: You do end up needing to urinate quite a few times, but
0: um, all right, let's talk about. Does help. Let's talk about taste. I enjoy a Rainier. It smells like shit, but like I, I could definitely drink a full can. Canada's pretty easy.
1: By light beer standards, it's malty. Mm-hmm. I say that by light beer standards. Definitely.
0: So. And I wonder if the light beer of the Pacific Northwest has anything to do with the brewing history of the Pacific Northwest. You know, like maybe, you know, this is just like the, the style that emerged because we are, I mean, the, when the craft brewery scene was really getting started in Seattle, you know, with like big time and stuff like the, th- the IPA style was not so much uh, like dominated by hops, which it is, but it was always really malty, so I wonder if that has anything correlating to it. Th- I have n- There's no facts really backing up this theory of mine, but that's just what I'm going to go ahead and say. I'd buy it. Wh- what are your other thoughts on Rainier?
1: Yeah, as another IPA man yourself, Jake. I'm a little biased as a light beer guy through and through.
2: Sorry, I just took a swig out of the can <laughs> meant to drink out of my own <laughs> glass. It's <laughs> sort of like a gravitation towards <laughs> drinking out of the can. Um, yeah, I'll be interested... As we sort of move down these beers, once I can sort of intercompare them, rather than sure. I'm trying desperately to compare <laughs> them to, like, the beer that I drank last night, which was sure. um, like a Belgian wheat beer, and normally I'm drinking IPAs, and, and here it's like, you know, it's like trying to describe water. <laughs> like, hmm, what does water taste like? Ideally, nothing, and that's where we are.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I And, you know, I really really despised light beer for a while until I started drinking more <laughs> to the point where like I started utilizing light beer in my night um, and I, I do feel like I've grown attached to Rainier but it's really the only light beer I'll get like I don't I wouldn't ever order a Coors even if it was at the bar like if there's Rainier which is almost every single bar here you know that's what I'm gonna get yeah I don't know it this kind of feels like the start of an evening to me which it is <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, I mean, I I wonder, I think that mostly the gravitation towards Rainier in this region is probably driven by more of a hipster (laughs) thing than it is actually the taste. Because I'm going to make the hypothesis that it's not better than any of the other beers that we go through okay sure mm-hmm. but the fact that you don't see rainier if you're from another part of the country you were first introduced to rainier when you moved here or if you're from here when you travel to other parts of the country there isn't rainier when you're there really like facilitates this sort of like homegrown like pacific northwest sure like <laughs> uh potentially hipster like attitude where you're like I like Rainier because, you know, it's the hometown thing, and, and, and maybe that's going to be the theme because I think Dave's fave is going to be Bud Light as a, a St. Louis that is uh, native. So, so <laughs> I mean, that's, that's going to be my running theory as we taste all these, but, but I'm, I'm open to the taste driving the conversation. But you I don't know, know that taste will be driving the <laughs> conversation.
1: <laughs> you know, on our next beer, I do have a story talking about beer hipsters and hometowns mm. that would be very relevant. From uh, my father, another St. Louis native.
2: So, should we finish off this Rainier and crack the next one?
0: Sure. I think the one thing, yeah, the one thing that I I do want to say about Rainier is nothing really beats when you are out with friends at a dive bar and there's the tall, like the 24 ounce Rainier for two bucks. Like, that's just a deal.
1: Light beer is, you know, the working person's beer, you know. It serves a purpose. $2 (laughs) for 24 ounces. You know, when you buy any sort of beer with that deal, you know what you're getting into. (laughs) And that's what Light Beer is here to provide.
0: All right. Well, bias opinion, but Rainier is my favorite so far, being the first (laughs) beer that we drank. All right. All right. We're moving on. We're doing the cores. Teamwork. Splashed across the room. The foam
1: is flying. (laughs) So let the before. record show that the mountains are still blue on this Coors Light can.
0: And it's been out for maybe 10 minutes?
1: Yeah, something like that. So while Jake makes this pour, I can actually uh, tell my Coors Light story. Yeah, let's hear it. So way back in uh, about 70s, to 80s, Coors Light actually didn't come um, east of either the Rockies or the Mississippi. So my dad liked Coors Light for whatever reason. And all his friends also liked Coors Light. But the issue was they could never acquire it where (laughs) they were from. So whenever someone would go on a hiking trip or a camping trip or anything out to Colorado, uh, they would always ask them to pick up like a 12-pack of Coors Light and bring it back. And it was almost kind of like how Yingying is nowadays, you know. It's almost like an exotic beer, even though, you know, it's, (laughs) as we'll soon discover, very similar to other light beers in terms of flavor, quote-unquote, profile.
0: Nice. Yeah, I would have never known being west coast and all
1: (laughs) (laughs) used to be a commodity in the the (laughs) midwest
0: all right let's talk about this color it's definitely lighter than the rainier
2: i didn't know that that was possible (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: it's really (laughs) pale yellow very very translucent the head is very small and like like snow
1: white despite the bad pore it's fine (sighs) it's disturbingly light now that i actually see it in the glass
0: smell is not as pungent as rainier it just seems lighter overall as a beer. Yeah,
1: a weaker beer, if you will.
0: Yeah, I think that's good to say. I think so. I don't like that. Mm. <laughs> I do not like that.
1: There's definitely some metal in that finish.
0: Mm. It's kind of harsh for how light it is. I don't... It <laughs> doesn't make any sense, but it is. It's just like the the lack of flavor is what makes it so bad, I guess. I don't know. The end is almost tastes like an soda water (laughs) it's kind of just what it is it's kind of like a a nasty old soda water this is for sure like what i think of when i think of like playing beer pong in college definitely because that's why beer pong was so easy to play because you just like chug down half a cup of this
1: i'm looking at the can now to see if this is actually out of code so with light beer you have to be aware of this but if it's 90 days if it's been more than 90 days after it's been brewed it's actually tastes worse if you can, you know, believe that.
0: Do you know the science behind that at all? Like um, why is it something with the yeast?
1: No, that's a great question. Actually, I'm not sure.
0: Because it tastes like I'm there's check the bottom.
1: It. Oh, no, it's in code. <laughs> it, <laughs> it just that's tastes just like shit. shit. That's just coarse light <laughs> for you.
0: <laughs> I can take big ass gulps of it, but it's still like harder to drink, in my opinion.
2: I feel like I can understand why you were. Skeptical about the code because there does, there is an after finish that comes with this, and that's impressive <laughs> coming from such a light <laughs> beer that.
1: It yeah. tastes like something fell into the beer before I drank it, and I drank it anyway.
0: All right, so it seems like none of us are too thrilled with the cores.
1: But would you get it for two dollars at a bar for twenty four ounces?
0: Like maybe if it was one dollar, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'd do it for a dollar. And I feel like I'm just going to get a headache. Do, you, do we know what's fermented? Is this like a corn beer or anything? You know, how like some super light, cheap beers are like, maybe that's like natty light status, not like this tier of light beer that's like fermented from corn and just gives me a headache. What, what was your guys's? So <laughs> I feel like th- this answer is going to be the same from you, Dave. But like when in college, when you know, you're having a party and have a bunch of cheap beer, what was the cheap beer?
1: Keystone Light.
0: Keystone, uh, we defs had Keystone. I feel like I saw a lot of natural light, and I love this stuff. Mm -hmm.
1: Heavy population of natty. Also, uh, some local Great Lakes region light beers. uh, Boxer Light, where you could get a thirty-six pack for (laughs) eleven (laughs) dollars. And then also Beer Thirty, which came in purple cans.
0: It was actually called Beer Thirty. Beer
1: Thirty. That's what time it was when we drank it. <laughs> 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 Either that or two a.m. <laughs> hmm. All
0: right. Should we g- give an overall consensus for Coors Light? Just not good. Hmm.
2: Generally not not good. Huh.
0: I would. S- I'm definitely gonna say worse than Rainier.
2: Yeah, I would completely agree with that. I'd agree with that. Okay. Cool. I so wonder if maybe this weird flavor we're tasting has to do with like. The <laughs> the chemicals that allow the can to turn blue, <laughs> you know, when the mountain <laughs> the mountains are blue, like they're clearly doing something, <laughs> applying something to their cans, and those are thin cans. <laughs> as as the as cans as may as be in code, but I'm just saying, as what as makes as those as mountains as turn blue? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's move on. Next, we've got Rolling Rock, and for me, what, what, what Rolling Rock means to me <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> That was like the beer I would buy in college when I I thought I was being fancier. (laughs) I was like, nah, you know, we're not going to pick up a 30 rack of this. I'm just going to get a 12 back of Rolling Rock. And uh, for what I remember, it's still not great. But I'm excited to taste it and compare it.
2: I definitely had a similar feeling about Rolling Rock. Back in college, thinking like, "Oh, pick up the Rolling Rock bottles, cause like yeah, yeah, bottles,", bottles. <laughs> 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 and uh, it was really only since moving up here to Seattle and, and drinking light beer with Dave that that I realized no, Rolling Rock is a shitty beer, just like the rest of them. You're but welcome. I, I've enjoyed it so far, so I'm I'm looking forward to trying it in this in this context.
1: It seems to be a common illusion where you know, even my you know, my myself, I must admit, I was susceptible to the same same thing. That's a plus from Big the good Boy.
0: Go. Big boy.
1: One extra ounce on that as well. Twenty five ounces.
0: And like what's the point of that? Like do consumers really believe that getting it one more ounce of beer is gonna improve their experience?
1: Potentially for light beer consumers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so far it looks basically the same as Core's Light.
1: Picking up on a trend between these beers.
0: I think the head is a little bit more retentive, but that's giving it um, some credit. Ooh, the smell is better though. It smells a lot better than coors.
1: It smells like beer as opposed to coors. <laughs> smelled like mistakes.
0: Like I'm almost getting a floral sense. This might be the use of the hops.
2: As opposed to corn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Interesting. It is, it is a little bit of a nice aroma, so I can tell that Rolling Rock is doing something right. Um, opinions.
1: So Jake and I are a little bit of a homer when it comes to this beer because this is our performance-enhancing drug ah. uh, in addition to other substances when it comes to playing Rocket League.
2: Yeah, we drink Rolling Rock when we play rocking, Rocket League. Sorry, that's a tongue twister right there. And there's, there's intention behind that. <laughs> just makes sense. I like,
0: I like it. Rolling Rock will Rocket League-ing. All right, well... Rolling Rock. The head is retentive. I'm not lying about that. You can tell there's some other quality in here.
1: So, relatively speaking, again, it tastes a little sweeter mm, definitely. than other light beers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I definitely think Rolling Rock is coming in somewhere between Rainier and Coors Light. The color is lighter. I think the flavor is lighter as well. But... um has a little bit of malt in it. Has a little bit of, of an aroma, um, even a tiny bit of lacing on my glass. So there's some level of like nutrients. Craftsmanship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thought <laughs> you were gonna say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, machine crafted. You know. <laughs>
0: well, you know, instead of being completely filtered out until it's just soda water, you can tell that there's some some nutrients still left in it. Uh, nutrients is a generous word <laughs> definitely
1: <laughs> there's no regret after you take a drink of this beer mm-mm, though. Mm-mm. unlike the cores
0: <laughs> this is very drinkable it doesn't have any sort of gross aftertaste that lingers too long the taste isn't too bad that it like forces you to stop in between sips like it's very drinkable that's i think that's what i would like to deem rolling rock as but still pretty uh devoid of flavor
1: I dare say by design.
0: <laughs> I mean, you might be right.
2: Yeah, it has that sweet sort of taste that Dave mentioned in the beginning. And then it just falls off your tongue. Oh, it's just for sure. gone. Which it's is
0: why I think it's drinkable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: exactly. It's like the second the the like sort of effervescent bubbles leave your tongue, so does the flavor and it's just you're ready for another sip. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. a great point.
0: Yeah. So we see this as a good gaming beer?
1: Oh, absolutely yeah absolutely. We get about
2: four more of these than us, and we're just scoring goal after goal in rocket league <laughs> <laughs> and then about after eight uh yeah. we 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 have to stop
1: <laughs> most of the time. There's a very interesting nonlinear correlation between our rocket league performance and uh our rolling rock consumption nonlinear very non <laughs> There's some plateaus that you know we can sometimes find the sweet spot where it's like, oh, keep the beers coming and sometimes it's like, uh, you know. Just one Rolling Rock this game,
0: so yeah, I would say Rolling Rock is actually better than I thought it was gonna be.
1: Rolling Rock kind of has the smell of like your first like you know high school or college beer, right? The I feel like cups. they all have that smell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although you know, maybe it's always like earlier being. we were saying sticky floors, and I don't know. I feel like that maybe is more true for for Coors than it is for rolling rock
0: yeah because when you're drinking rolling rock you're trying to be more sophisticated so it's not like the rager that you threw with the cores you
2: may be totally misguided but (laughs) 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 i mean absolutely
1: (laughs) (laughs) very drinkable though very drinkable it's no king of beers though
0: (laughs) we'll see (laughs) we're getting there all right are we feeling ready for the for the big bud
1: I'm I'm lagging. (laughs) Excuse me.
0: Another good pop.
2: (laughs) If these beers are good for one thing. (laughs) 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 Sounding like a beer.
1: (laughs) Definitely improved pour by Jake.
2: Still learning.
0: Okay, so in case you haven't noticed yet, this is Dave's River Beer. This is your daily go-to beer like what you have stocked in the fridge.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Unless it's leftover Rolling Rocks from, <laughs> from Rocket, Rocket League, League session. <laughs> but then again, if they're leftover, we did something wrong.
0: Um, so I would say this has a little bit more color, but not by a lot compared to both Rolling Rock and Horse.
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree. Just enough of an additional uh, depth in color to distinguish itself from other beers.
0: The head is dissipating quick. And the smell? Delicious. It smells honestly, it smells better to me than both cores and rolling rock.
1: I think you can pick up the yeast a little more. I
0: think you're right. Alright, my head's almost gone though, so the aroma's just about gone too. Right.
1: You can really taste the beechwood aging. <laughs>
0: you know what? Better than I expected.
1: That's all it was looking for.
0: Better than I expected.
1: So this beer has a special relationship with St. Louis, Missouri, where it was... Well, this one likely wasn't brewed there, but where it it originated. Because in St. Louis during the summers, it gets to... 100 degrees and 80% humidity. Oh, God. So when it's uh, hot as balls, as we deem it, um, you just need a beer that you can drink a lot of to rehydrate, but also to get drunk. Because the last thing you want to do is drink, like, you know, a heavy 8% double IPA. You want to drink something that will rehydrate you and also get you really drunk while you're sitting on a lake somewhere.
0: Sure. I get that. It actually has a smooth mouthfeel. It's never too intense at one point
1: and it's consistent you can get a Bud Light anywhere across the country as well and it'll (laughs) taste the exact same
0: I think I get it you know I, I obviously prefer a little bit more flavor but it is pretty refreshing it the it doesn't have the nasty aftertaste like Coors did it's it's consistent in the body and the flavor it's got a little bit of malt taste
2: it's not sweet like Rolling Rock, mm-hmm. but it does fall right off your tongue. Mm-hmm. No unnecessary weird flavors in there like Coors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I might even go to say that this is more drinkable than Rolling Rock. I'm willing to go back for a sip more than I was with Rolling Rock.
1: Dave, would you disagree with that? <laughs> <laughs> I think you know where I stand. <laughs> Given my my recycling, I would say that this is very drinkable
0: uh <laughs> so dave uh and you're since you're such a Budweiser aficionado um can you talk a, a little bit about the difference between budweiser and bud light
1: mm-hmm. so you know this may be a controversial opinion but i believe budweiser is a very flavorful beer okay it tastes good it's a more full it, it it's if you took a Bud Light and fleshed it out like a full actual flavor profile
0: so it's like an actual lager mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah an actual <laughs> lager exactly uh it's you know equally refreshing very drinkable as well like it's not trying to be anything fancy and it's not trying to lie about what kind of beer it is and it'll still get you very drunk on a hot summer day yeah watching Cardinals baseball
0: that sounds nice <laughs> I like I like that vision I just had of that <laughs> <laughs>
2: So how do you make that choice between Bud Light and Budweiser, then, on one of those hot summer days?
1: Uh, You switch to Bud Light when you're too drunk. (laughs) 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 Or if you're trying to watch your figure, you know. Go cut down on calories by about a factor of two. It's like, oh, this, you know, as a typical, you know, redneck Cardinals baseball fan would say, it's like, oh, it's the seventh inning, I got to drive home, I got to switch to Bud Light.
0: (laughs) Man, okay, I really thought I was going to go into this not being able to understand your argument, but I think you have a point. First off. Second off, why is core's Light so much worse than this? Like, what what the fuck? It's
1: <laughs> a great question. Maybe the uh, fresh Rocky Mountain streams that they derive their water from aren't fresh. Fracking, perhaps? You know, I'm not pointing fingers, but...
0: <laughs> I think I still am standing behind Rainier just because it seems to be the fullest. It has the most body out of all of them, which is just what I personally strive for. But I feel like... The Bud Light might be a close second. We still got one more beer left, but (laughs) (laughs) who knows how that's going to (laughs) go. I don't think I've ever had Fosters in my life. No, I've
2: never had Fosters either, and it's definitely the wild card because these were all light American beers, and this is australian lager
0: uh yeah so fosters could be a callback to my very first episode of cheers to beers with one of my best friends ashley she used to date an australian dude (coughs) and that's all he would drink and so it would be in the house so she would drink it too but uh not a fan so i'm interested not a fan of him both (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) all right are we ready for the wild card fosters
1: i think we were born ready All right, this is a big boy. <laughs> yeah. I am super curious. Ooh, another good open.
0: Yeah, so these cans are fucking weird. Um, They're super...
2: Chody, I would <laughs> say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Chody is the perfect way to explain it.
2: Or girthy, I, I think. Um, <laughs> Either way, a little bit of both. Uh, the, oh, the pourability is messy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Do we have some That's napkins okay. or anything? Yeah, I d- th- the thing that concerns me about how big the can is is, like, it's hard to grip. Like, how are you supposed to hold that?
2: Especially
1: in one of these hot summer days.
0: Right? And Australia has a lot of those.
1: Does it ever snow in Australia? I they have winters, right?
0: They do have winter. It's the opposite of us. During our summer, is a fucking
1: conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some <Something> doesn't <laughs> add up. <laughs>
0: hmm. All right. Color. Definitely has some color to it. More so than the past few beers we've been drinking. It smells a little spicy.
1: So is that because it's an actual, you know, self proclaimed lager? It might or be.
0: I wonder if there is like a light version of Foster's. Uh, we're just we have no idea. Culturally, contextually.
2: It smells a little chemically, but shall we cheers?
0: Mm-hmm. It smells chemically to you? Oh. It doesn't taste great.
2: I commend it for tasting kind of like it smells. Yeah, that's (laughs) a that's a good
1: way of putting it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, something's off about that aroma.
1: Does not taste good, (laughs) and I'm a light beer guy, so carry some weight with it.
0: It's definitely got that that characteristic light beer malt flavor, and there's definitely a little bit more malt in it, but it's it's not a (laughs) that doesn't mean it's good, (laughs) just because. More of it exists doesn't mean that any of it is quality. But I do, I do smell a little bit of spice, and I feel like I taste it tasted a little bit too. I feel like that's probably got to be maybe like some New Zealand hops, something that have a little bit more of a spice um, hmm. characteristic to it.
2: It's definitely a little bit more bitter. Maybe that's yeah. the full lager. It's yeah. the way it stays on our tongue a little bit more. And um, I could see how if that were my thing and this was my go-to beer – those would be the things I'd appreciate about it. The way it smells like something died. <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to do something. Maybe I just don't understand what it
1: is. I think their mistake was trying to do that. <laughs> the question is if it was, you know, 11 o'clock at a bar and you see one of those fat Chodes of Foster's for $2, mm-hmm. would you buy it?
0: I don't know. Maybe this is like the question we need to be imposing on all of these beers. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that's what Dave's getting at. Yeah. And, that, uh, and it's a great point. And I think it, it drives the decision to buy one of these beers.
0: I feel like I wouldn't of this. I wouldn't want a full big ass 24 ounce can of this. What
1: could about if it's, if it's 2 a.m.? There's two tiers where light beers can come into the fold.
0: <laughs> You're kind of right. I feel like at 2 a.m. I'm to a certain point where I'm not even thinking like I should be drinking a light beer. So I'm probably just going to stay on the whiskey or whatever I'm <laughs> drinking. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty turned off by this beer. But is it worse than Coors? I don't know.
1: I think my vote is yes.
0: You think it's worse than Coors?
1: And again, given my affinity to light beer, am I flavored first?
0: I appreciate the <laughs> hop profile slightly, but... It does not go down easy.
2: No, I'm I'm not enjoying this nearly as much as
1: Coors. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would rank it below Coors. I'd buy it. You'd buy it? Not over any other light beer. But if there was okay. some sort of fictitious bar whose only quote-unquote light beer was a Foster's.
2: In that situation, I would as well. And I would love it i'd probably come back to the <laughs> united states from australia and and be like oh i had a great time you know and the heat drinking this beer it tastes great and that's kind of how decisions are made when you don't get to make a choice <laughs>
0: totally and that's what i was just about to say is like i'm sure i could create going back to the concept of memories being associated to light beer if i were out in australia and i was hanging out with locals and that's what they were drinking of course i would be like Yeah, Foster's, and if I saw that in a grocery store I might be like, yeah, let's get some I might get it and then realize It's not that great, but it's It's all contextual, really In my opinion, although the Bud Light was better Than I thought it would be That's kind of my, what I've What's what I've gotten out of this conversation so far
1: Bud Light is just the pinnacle Of light beer That's all I have to say
0: It's a shame that, is it only the Giants That are sponsored by Coors, or is that like the Beer of MLB because question. it's always advertised with the Giants, but that's the only baseball I watch besides some Mariners. So it's like...
2: I'm sure the Rockies are are sponsored by Coors. Almost certainly. They're yeah. It's Coors Park. Yeah, right? I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> the baseball
0: field is owned by Coors.
2: <laughs> True, but I was sitting in the stands at AT&T Park in San Francisco with an AT&T phone and no cell phone coverage. So I don't know, that are was bullshit. Really? <laughs> Fuck that, yeah, dude. Back in uh, 2011? <laughs>
0: Um, because I feel like since we're making the argument of the, the place and time you want to be drinking a beer is we've kind of built up this imagery of a hot summer day and baseball seems like we're all fans of baseball here. You've got Mm -hmm. St. Louis socks on right now. (laughs) Um, that if I was at a baseball game, which I will spend a lot of money drinking their $10 (laughs) beers whatever the fuck the situation is i'm like pointing to the bobbleheads like i am (laughs) having a connection with them right now um but i feel like i wouldn't want to get cores in the park but i would get a bud light and i don't think i've seen bud light in baseball parks
1: so um i just googled this and anheuser-busch is the official beer of major league baseball it
0: is Mm -hmm. okay well that's good to know
1: yeah, so they signed a six-year contract in 2012. So oh, still going strong. Right. Still going strong.
0: I think the thing about especially trying to go to baseball games in Seattle is that we have craft beer everywhere. So there's just craft beer on tap, and I don't think I would ever go for a light beer over – like the they'll have, you know, Fremont Interurban on tap or, like, Black Raven, you know, all sorts of local stuff. So it's, like, it's tough being – it's tough being in a beer-friendly city <laughs> <laughs> where those are my only choices. Yeah,
2: where it's like pay ten dollars for a Bud Light in a tall whatever yeah. those bullet bottles, or pay twelve dollars
0: and get you know
2: a nice pint yeah. of an IPA right from a local brewery.
0: Right, that's, no brainer. To me,
2: that's a no brainer. But yeah, but I do I do get the
0: tall. appeal of.
1: So, you know, one thing that, you know, separates light beer from the rest of beers is that it is a very consistent or it should be a very consistent brew, you know, no matter how it's bottled. Now, there are some, you know, um, some metals can leach into the beer, like apparently what's going on with Coors Light, but it should be a very consistent beer no matter how you consume it. And if there's any departure from that, that should be a big red flag.
0: For sure. And I think that you should hold that standard to any beer, but it's more noticeable with light beers because they are so consistent. And that's the whole point of them. It's making me think about, I'm like going into this thought train of American consumerism right now, because I'm thinking about the success of like chain restaurants and fast food restaurants and Starbucks. And they're all of that corporate mentality is put out the same thing every time. So, customers know what they're getting every single time and that's kind of like i get why obviously like that's a successful thing in america in general and why american beer beer drinkers would want to be drinking light beer because of that same thing does anyone have a buzz yet i feel like i'm just starting to feel something
2: (laughs) i'm just starting to feel it
0: yeah Yeah.
1: likewise
2: But that's the power of light beer, you know, is that <laughs> the three of us have knocked back now five huge beers. and Well, not there are each. leftovers. There are the leftovers for the finale, if you yeah, will. The right. Quiz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this going to be on
1: the test? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take that class. Oh, could you imagine that? At college, a beer appreciation Um, class?
0: At my school, UC Santa Barbara, we had a wine tasting class. Really? Because there's a ton of good wine in the central coast of California. And uh, I didn't ever get a chance to take it because it was only offered like one quarter. And Mm. then like my classes never lined up with me being 21 to be able to take it during its rotation. But classes like that do exist.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. As they should. As they should. Yeah. Yeah. There should be one at the U-Dub, like, you know, with the wonderful hops grown in the Yakima Valley.
0: There's probably, I imagine there might be something at, like, the one that's in the fucking state school that's on the other side of the state. The Cougars.
1: That's Wazoo, Washington State. (laughs) Okay,
0: so you were right. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine they might have something. Because, you know, UC Davis in Northern California has a great brew program and they have a ton of beer classes over there
1: a brew program yeah that's awesome i don't
0: know if it's necessarily like brew master program but it's like you learn the science of everything and like basically how to make beer um that's the dream i think it's a grad program only but it's like one of the best in the nation apparently i mean uc davis is a great school all right so we we finally made our way through the light beers and now we are going to be moving on to the light beer challenge (laughs)
1: the lightning round
0: I, I guess yeah lightning round where we're gonna be blind tasting and trying to guess which is which is that what we're going for i think mm-hmm. so okay okay
2: we haven't thought this out so we i haven't.
1: can blindly pour them for you all because i guarantee i would go five out of five
0: what it, okay what i want you
2: to prove it Wait, though. wait, wait yeah, yeah. What, okay here's what we do here's what we do here's what we do
1: we'll take the
2: dixie cubs We'll lay out five beers, three of us, 15 cups. Yes. We'll, we'll line them up. We'll write on the bottoms of the cups mm-hmm. what they are. Yeah. We'll pour them all systematically while we're watching. And then we'll shuffle them all bl- blind Ooh. and then drink them kind of with our eyes shut or like try not to look at the color and look at the bottom of the cup. That's a great idea. So okay, that okay. we can all be t- participating. We can watch while we pour so we do it all fair. Perfect. And then we can <laughs> still know which one goes with which. Okay.
0: Wow. Great. That's
1: the can- scientific method. <laughs>
0: Okay, so we have put together the beers. Um, We've poured them all out into little Dixie cups, and what we're doing is trying to guess what each of them are, right? That's what we're going for? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, what's going to be – are we going left to right? Sure. Okay.
2: So how are we going to guess to make sure that we don't bias each other? Um, So I think I should guess last. Agreed. Bottoms up. Let's see. All right, here we go. Cheers. Clink. (laughs)
0: I think this is Rainier.
1: That was fast.
0: It has body, but it's not disgusting. So, it's not Foster's.
1: Tried to smell the beer, but then I remembered that was futile.
0: My official vote is Rainier.
1: Jake. Bud Light. <laughs> That's a bold move.
0: Oh damn. <laughs> it is it was pretty good.
1: It's Rainier, I'm almost certain. Oh, check the bottom of the cup. Foster's.
0: Wait a minute. Are you guys serious?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We all fucked up. We fucked we
0: up. Called
2: it, I called it my, the best one of our
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Keep, Just keep all those up yeah. there.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to put cross. Although, though. I feel
0: like we should go through all of them and then reveal. Yeah.
2: Whoops. Mm, yeah, probably. That's a good point. Let's just
0: do that from forward. Now we okay. know that we got the fosters out of the way. Okay. Oh, man. Why did that? It's because we've been drinking, you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beer number two. Hold my head down in shame. <laughs> you were so confident. You're like, I'm not even going to participate because I'm going <laughs> to go five out of five.
1: <laughs> well, my defense fosters is a logger, so.
0: <laughs> All right. Clink. Hmm. This might be Rolling Rock. Shit, I don't know.
2: Are we saving something?
1: <laughs> the Wonders of light beer.
0: I'm going to say this is Bud Light.
1: Um, so, Bud Light. Jake.
2: You know, I don't like this one.
1: I, I'm going to say Coors Light. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with Coors as well.
0: Oh, damn. I don't like this one. Hmm. Huh.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember that flavor. If you can call it that.
0: Okay. I think I got an answer.
1: What's I'm, your answer? I'm
0: going Rolling Rock.
1: Rolling Rock. All right. Jake? Rolling Rock. So... Rolling Rock all around. All right.
0: God, Rolling Rock tasted worse this time, <laughs> if it is Rolling Rock. It's, l-
1: it's probably the Foster's contamination. <laughs> <laughs> apparently we're two Foster's deep right now. Well, not two full beers deep, but. Okay, wait, I still got to finish mine. Two palate contaminations deep. All right. Beer
0: number four. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Clink.
0: Cheers, mate. <laughs> <Good night. laughs> you, you tried. <laughs> this is the one that I would say is Foster. <laughs> I know I'm totally off now, though. But I didn't say Foster's from the beginning, so I'm going to say it for beer
1: number four. So, Foster's?
0: <laughs> Even though I know it's wrong.
1: <laughs> Stay it's in very fair of you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Jake froze his eyebrows, (laughs) intensely trying to recover any sort of flavor from his palate. But alas, that flavor is not there anymore. It's gone.
2: (laughs) It's so quickly gone. Bud Light. Bud Bud Light? light? Uh, light? I'm going to go Bud Light. Bud Light? I'm going Rainier. Oh. (laughs) Okay, so. (laughs) I knew I liked it.
0: (laughs) Final beer. Oh, God. Light beer makes me burp so much.
2: <laughs> the quantity. Yeah.
0: I mean, the only thing left for me is Coors Light, so... But I don't think that's right. I think this is actually the Bud Light, but I'm going to say Coors for scientific research. Coors?
1: <laughs> right. Coors for science? Jake? <laughs> wow. I've said
2: Bud Light twice now. <laughs> I want to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> um... Guess what's left for me is Rainier, but I acknowledge that the switch may be different. Yeah, Rainier. Let's we'll say Rainier. I enjoy Rainier. it. All right. I'm going Bud
1: Light.
0: All right. Sh- sh- let's reveal. All
1: right. The grand Beer reveal. Beer number one was Foster's. Foster's. Australian for piss. Okay, so, so none, none of us got, got it that. right. Damn. Damn. All wrong.
0: All right. Beer number two.
2: Coors Light. Coors, Light. Coors. Oh, ding, Both ding, ding, Jake ding, ding, ding. and
0: Dave did well. I thought Bud Light was Coors Light when <laughs> earlier in the segment I was shitting on Coors for not being as good as Bud Light.
1: So. Light beer will do that to you.
0: All right. Beer number three
1: Rolling Rock. Rolling
0: Rock. We all got that, Whoa. right?
1: I think it's that sweet aftertaste. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, relatively speaking, of course. Disclaimer.
0: All right. Ooh, beer number all four. All comes down. We all had a different answer for
1: oh R star <laughs> that's rainier
2: rainier oh
0: damn oh so i mix up rainier and fosters Hmm. interesting dave <laughs> is the winner so far i mean
1: and it's over last but not least Bud light. you got that if i would have got this wrong i would have been disowned
2: <laughs> oh but i just mixed up those last two it's almost like we tied <laughs> <laughs> hey those are two good ones to mix up whereas Jess I don't know what happened there. I
0: don't know what happened with me you guys I'm just not a light beer drinker you don't you have
1: a fine palate for shit beer as <laughs> Dave does yeah you drink good beer no no I, I embrace it I know what I drink and so it's the shit <laughs> the
0: final tally is Jess I got one out of five Jake has gotten two out of five and Dave is the winner with four out of five from the light beer challenge congratulations Dave you are the king
1: uh, this is a dubious <laughs> honor, which I will wear with pride. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think that to wrap it all up, um, maybe just give our consensus on the beers we drink today. I think Bud Light proved itself to be a decent light beer. I think I'm still biased against Rainier, even though I completely got the taste wrong. I'm biased, against. I'm, I'm biased towards Rainier despite my ill palate for light beer. Uh, What do you guys think? Jake, what did you get out of this?
2: Super interesting. (laughs) Um, You know, we talked a lot of shit about Coors Light and Foster's, but at the end of the day, we really weren't (laughs) able to tell the difference between them and the beers that we said we liked, which maybe says something about the scaling of light beers, is that they're all actually in the same ballpark together as light and something we don't normally have. But at this point... You know, we we embraced it and had a good time drinking it and actually drank quite a few. So (laughs) that's the power of light beer. And then also, um, you know, I think my favorites really were somewhere between the (laughs) Rolling Rock Rainier and the Bud Light, and we recognize something different about all three of them, the sweetness of the Rolling Rock. Mm -hmm. Surprising. Um, (laughs) uh, The
0: consistency of the Bud Light, I would say, and the drinkability of it. Yeah, definitely. And for Rainier, I think it just had the most flavor.
2: I, I found that Rainier on this blind test, the reason I thought it was Bud Light was I really... Liked the flavor But maybe that's what threw me off more Was that the Bud Light When, when, when I had that one last Was super consistently pleasant But it mm-hmm. didn't have like that Like quote liking of flavor It was more of like The absence of flavor And that's when I realized I was wrong Because <laughs> Because the the Rainier ma- Has more flavor than Bud Light And whether or not you like it more than Bud Light Depends on whether or not you like that flavor fair, I fair. found myself liking that flavor
0: there we yeah. go, folks. <laughs> that's the rundown of some basic light beers. Um, thank you guys for joining me on this journey. Thanks to Dave for guiding us.
1: <laughs> my pleasure. And
0: for opening up our eyes, you know?
2: <laughs> to be your tour when all other beers run out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to try Try a Bud Light next time you're wasted and you're at a bar and you need a light beer. Uh, that's my advice. <laughs>
1: That's fair. Uh, (laughs) For the record, I was texting my AB distributor buddy about this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. During the (laughs) podcast. And he says that Foster's Rainier nor Rolling Rock can be considered light beers. But I'm retorting with, by Pacific Northwest standards, they're incredibly light beers. (laughs)
0: There we go. Yeah, I agree. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up this edition of the Light Beer Challenge. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Dave.
1: Thanks for having us. Uh, It's been a pleasure.
0: Until the next time we decide to review a bunch of light beers. (laughs) (laughs) Later. Later tonight.